last time on Join the Party. The party ventures into the basement to look for the second prophetic item. They walk into a massive underwater cavern, home to an eternal anglerfish who loves riddles. You're talking to a fish. We're all talking to a fish when you think about it. Aren't we all fish in space, Tracy? The party guesses the anglerfish's riddle after much incorrect deliberation, and they get a chance to ask the anglerfish a riddle in return. Um, what infects most humans and makes them more likely to get hurt and often ends in death, but is something people seek. Okay, I want you to make a performance check because this is oral performance. Brandon, what's that? I oh, let me. Yeah, it's a fucking natural twenty. Oh my god! <laughs> because of the dice gods, the eternal fish is stumped and gives them their prize, a key for some door. In the next room, Anara, Tracy, Chad, Captain Alex, and Brink have to cross a rickety rope bridge across a yawning chasm. Anara crosses with Brink, but as Anara is securing the bridge for her friends, she's pushed into a furnace room guarded by little warforged bombs. Who would do such a thing? Maybe the woman who's been possessed by the big bad villain? She looks at Tracy and Chad, who are running across the bridge. She says, I'm sorry. He's just... He's in my head. And she points up at the slagtites that are above you. And she casts Shadow. Get it? It's a cliffhanger. A literal cliffhanger. Let's get the party started. Here's where you stamp. Anara, you- Eric, is that a pun because I'm not standing? Yes, it is. I'm in danger. <laughs> Anara's been recently exploded. Yeah. And Tracy is currently hanging into an immeasurable pit uh, with Chad around your body. And uh, you're holding on to Captain Alex, who is now an elk. And you're holding on to her from, by one elk foot. Now, at least it's not the antlers. You don't, don't you think that an octopus would have been lighter than an elk and clingier? Well, she was running octopus, a, though. She true. was running across the, oh, the bridge. True, so that's true. why she turned into an elk. But she would be more suctiony, so she probably would be able to hold on better than an elk. Yeah, there's no opposable thumbs. Oh, I guess well. neither does an octopus. Never mind. Eric, let's move forward. All right. Well, we're still in initiative, so we're just gonna hop back in. The last thing that happened was Tracy acted very heroically, acting extremely heroically, and Thank now you. it is now Anara's turn. Anara, the furnace is out. There are five soaked tiny exploding more forged uh, in the room and the door is closed behind you well first I'm gonna dash forward to where the smelting was occurring and try to get a glimpse of whatever item the warforge was working on sure why don't you make an investigation check and you see Tracy's face looking oh, back sorry, up Tracy, at you what was that uh, that is a it's a oh, Eric I have a question I don't I'm not good at math right what comes after 19 it's, so if you put a two and then a zero after the two, what does that make? What number is that? That's a 20. 
Oh, yeah. and, okay. So I think it's a natural 20 then. Okay. Uh, so you run over and you see that uh, the Warforged just dropped this massive hammer. Only I could have gotten that on the dex check, huh? Only. Uh, you look over and you see that there is another squat Warforged you've been working on. But you look at this kind of like unworked lump of metal and wood that's going to come together. And you can see that there's a fuse on the bottom of all these Warforged that is currently unlit. Somewhere from across a different room, you hear a pang of Tracy's jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have a tail. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's unfinished at the moment. Like, it's not really made out to look like all the other ones yet. It seems like a lot of banging, a lot of forming still needs to be uh, be made. It's kind of like a lump of wood and a lump of metal or just kind of like uh-huh. contained on top of each other. But with a nat 20, you look deep into what you think was going to be the face. Man, that thing looks a lot like Tracy. Yikes. I'm sure it's not a candle. I'm, I'm sure it's not a candle. Okay. Now that you're done being exploded, on the other side of the room, there is a giant vault. There, there's like the turning gears. There's one big one and one small one. But there's also like a big keyhole right in the middle. Well, conveniently, I have a key on me, don't I? You do. Well, well, well. Do I have motion left to walk over there? I'm just uh, kind of doing a drive-by, by the way, of the Warforge station, like running past it toward the back of the room. Yeah, this is a furnace room. You you're you have a lot of movement, so you got plenty of time. Yeah, let's go over there and use the key to open the vault. Okay. I was just imagining in my head um, Tracy taking a nice bubble bath with his little little Warforge guys with candles mm-hmm. all about the room. Oh, sweet. It's very relaxing until they explode. Right? It's like a big a big thing of bath bombs. They'll smell so good. Yeah. Pretty wrapping paper. But it's a 1 in 12 chance that you get up a bomb instead. <laughs> it's like Shishito peppers. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of them are good, but one of them is a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you stick the key in, and you turn it as hard as you can, and it just it unlocks, and all the metal gears spin out. One spins off to the right, one spins out to the left, and unveils a lot of empty shelves. Except, except for, for one? Except for one. Yeah, that's all I need. Where on the bottom left, covered in dust, is the compass. I am going to grab the compass, please. Smart. Probably for the best. Yep. Tuck it on the inside pocket of my tunic where I normally keep Oatcake's treats. <laughs> Don't give that to Oatcake. No, I'm going to cover it in treats so that if someone like sniffs me, they can't really tell. But mm. it's in that inner pocket. Put two treats on top of it. I'm ready for whenever Oatcake mm-hmm. comes back. Give her the treats. Give her a sale to chomp on. Yeah, I like that. That's fair. All right. Well, there you go. Good job. Okay. It is now Brink's turn. Come on, girl. Come on. Come on. She walks over to Tracy's uh, long arm of the law. Break! Help! Pull us up! Uh, you know, Tracy, uh, you know, I like you and all, and I like the... the what do you the, mean? Just pull us up! I like the ooze you hang out with, uh, and I like... That seems poison! And, uh, you know, Captain Alex, you're pretty cool too, but... You know, I, I gotta do what I gotta do, so... What does that mean? Just pull us up! So sorry. And, uh, Tracy, make a perception check. Perceiving how much of a jerk she is. <laughs> how much potential there is still in our relationship. <laughs> Five, so I don't know anything about anything. All right, so Brink goes silent for a little bit. And, uh, what's your AC? Depends. Am I holding my shield? 
No. <laughs> you're holding... You're, <laughs> your shield's you, probably on your forearm if you're running into danger. I don't think so. What's uh, your AC? Without my shield, it's 14. Okay. But with Chad, what is it? 14. What's Chad armor worth? Don't we have some little like... <laughs> it's hurt. It's actually bad for you. No. So uh, you hear Brink go silent for a moment, and she continues like, no, I can't. I can't do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I, I know. I know better. I can't. I cannot do it. And do do. Give me your hand. Do what? It's now Captain Alex's turn. Uh, I'm gonna roll a nature check to see if she could turn into something better than an elk. <laughs> okay. So Captain Alex tries to. Uh, it's just <laughs> Captain Alex uh, bleats at you. I don't. What what sound does an elk make? It's like a bellow. They speak in a Canadian accent, Eric. Oh, <laughs> the elk just uh, bleats at you, and she says, "I can't. I, I'm stuck. I, I'm, I'm stuck as an elk. I can't. I can't get myself out of this. Tracy, you're gonna have to pull me up, unless you want me to try to climb over your body. Is that a thing you want? It's, I, I, I don't think it's a thing anyone wants. I mean, I could try it. I could just run up your body and get up there. I mean, yeah, try, try what. I don't care. Whatever will work." As an elk, she has a strength of three. So I'm going to see if she can run over you and Chad and run directly straight up and see if she can make it. Well, she rolled a nat one. All right, so Captain Alex tries to run up your body as an elk, as a last-ditch effort to get back up there. You can feel her hooves are just pressing it up, trying to scramble up your legs and up Chad, but you just can't hold on to anything with elk hooves. So she slips as soon as she steps on, on the Chad. Grab my hand! And she's falling. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw to, try to grab, grab Alex. Her, right? What did you roll? Well, I rolled a five. I also rolled for Captain Alex, and she rolled a three. So I win, so I means I save her. So in this contest where she was falling in my hand. You reach your arm out okay. to grab Captain Alex's hand, or hoof, and she tries to extend as far as possible as an elk. And you touch the bottom of the hoof, and she can't reach out and the hoof falls from your hand Alex and she's falling you know what they say though elks always, always land, land on, on their feet, feet. you know, you know feet. what they say about elks 4,000 hit points it is now the uh, little red warforge turn and they're uh, currently so <laughs> and they're currently so the Eric, don't, make, don't make a joke in this difficult time I'm not sure that's who they are Anara, you hear the spark of a lighter turn on. And you look back and you see that two of the little warforged lighting a fuse or trying to like light a fuse comes out of their, their thumb and they put it back on their fuse and they're relit. Uh, you all see that one of the warforged falls over <laughs> and just crumbles into pieces. Oh no, sorry little guy. <laughs> so now you have two little warforged that are off and two that are now on. And they look at you with weird jack o lantern faces and say, Come here! Come yeah. here! I hate that. Hey, come here! 
it is now Tracy's turn. So Tracy, Captain Alex is just into the black. Alex! You're covered with Chad, and you're still hanging by the long arm of the law. Alex, can you hear me? You don't hear anything. God damn it. Chad, can you can you slime up my arm? Is that a thing you can do? Uh, I, yeah, I can try. Please do. Yeah, Chad rolled very, very well for dexterity, and he, like, slips up your arm and is now standing at the precipice. Great. I'm going to try to reel in my arm then. Okay. Do a strength check. You're so bad. Eleven. Uh, you... I can't... Mm. Don't do me dirty. I'm very practiced. I know how to reel myself in. It only takes a ten or above. <laughs> yeah. It's right, automatic. With, with an eleven, I think that you... Yeah, you're... It's like when a seatbelt is stuck, you're trying to, like, pull on it. And I think it pulls you up off the cliff. You were safe, but you were hanging on the edge of the cliff. I got my other hand on the, on yes. the precipice. Yeah, cool. Great. That's all I was trying to do. Yeah. So you're stuck there, so you'd have to use your movement next turn to get back up, but you are now, you can still use an action. Right. And so you see that Brink is standing over your arm with a sword, and you see that, like, she's struggling with her own hand to, like, come down on your arm. Chad, tackle her, please! Uh, on it, yes! Hey! Chad shambles over to where Brink is and struggling with her sword and tries to, like, fully get on top of her and make her float around and inside of himself. Uh, Brink immediately turns to Chad with uh, glowing purple eyes. And uh, you see that someone is back in control because she definitely takes a step back away from Chad before could Chad engulf her. So finally with my last action, I'm just going to try to pull myself all the way up onto the ground so I cannot be in danger. That sounds good. Yeah, you are now fully on back on the ground. Your arm is still attached to the stalagmite, but uh, you are now safe. Is the uh, Furnace Warforged turn? And I'm... Anara, you, like, look around to see, like, where the Warforged was banning the furnace, and uh, you don't see anything, you don't hear anything. Nothing happens. Just Anara. a slow ticking down of the fuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anara, it is now your turn. I'm going to just run out of this uh, vault back to the entrance to try to get to my friends. So you just want to try to, like, run past them? Movement-wise, yes. I want to run past them to the door. Okay. Uh, make an acrobatics roll to see if you can avoid them making attacks of opportunity against you. That is a 15. Yeah. How do you avoid these, like, little bombs that are walking towards you? I tumble over them. I somersault over them okay. in an arc land on the other side of the of the furnace and like continue it. to run. I like it. Coolest shit that no one ever sees. Yep, no one, ever. I like it. All right, Not even you... okay. Not even okay. <laughs> no size. like, oh, I did a sick thing. Uh, okay, then you push the door open. You see that Brink is tangled up with Chad. Tracy is arm extended, pulling himself up from the edge of this cliff, and Captain Alex is just nowhere. I am still holding on to Mr. Sippy from my first flooding of the furnace room, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna just go ahead, point it at Brink and Chad, and say, Geyser. Who are you doing it to? I'm doing it at Brink, like a like a doge that has been too excited to meet another doge. <laughs> you push that doge off a cliff. You push the doge. I'm aiming um, for the sword in particular. I'm not trying to like push her off the cliff or push Chad off the cliff, but I'm trying, you're to, trying to disarm disentangle her? this, yeah. Awesome. Okay, uh, make an attack roll. 17. Uh, 
Yeah, her AC is lower than that. Alright, yeah, you knock the rapier with a blazing shot of water. Just knocks the rapier out of her hand. And she looks at you, now with these glowing purple eyes. Says, I had to. Get out of her head! I think we can all just stop and take a second and reflect on how the Council of Bread actually helps people instead of hurting people. Anara, Captain Alex fell! Anara can't even process uh, what Tracy is saying right now. She's so focused on Brink. And with her hands still extended, holding Mr. Sippy, she casts Mage Hand and tickles Brink's side. That's interesting. I guess sleight of hand check for tickling? Sure. Yeah. 19. All right, I'm going to try to resist that. I rolled a five. Well, so it sounds, what, I'm no mathematician, but that sounds lower than a 19. So what are you trying? You're, what are you? I'm trying to disrupt the council's hold on her. I'm okay. trying to distract her and distract him enough to bring her back to the physical lived reality of her body and not the remote mind control of the council. Okay. Your little Mickey Mouse hand goes out towards Brink and you tickle her. She hates it. She hates it so much. Yeah, but here we are. No, hey, this... This is a this is a very I'm taking over the world. Excuse me, I'm taking over the world. Can we not tickle right now? And then when uh, she opens her eyes again, the she's back to our regular eyes. Yes. I can't believe all it took was for me to tickle tickle <laughs> myself, and I would have been rid of this. Listen, you can't tickle yourself. You know that it doesn't work. Oh, it's not a novel. Is that a thing about robots or? Yes, it's robots only. <laughs> Humans can all tickle themselves. That's and it's fine. Asimov's fifth law. Robots cannot tickle themselves. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now it's Brink's turn. Are you okay? Yeah, I, oh, 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 it's like, oh, I have, it's like a a terrible hangover. I I didn't even have any fun with it. I just, what did I, what did I do? What's the last thing you remember? You know, it kind of came in and out. I remember leaving with you and I remember being afraid on the stairs. It's like patchy. It's like comes in and out, but and now I'm here. Where? What's happening? Can I do a deception check? Yeah, sure. Sixteen. All right, with a sixteen, yeah, she's telling the truth. There was a council was in her head, and she doesn't remember much. Tracy storms up to Brink and shoves his cannon on her neck and says, "You go get Captain Alex now." I don't. Where is I she? Will push where you is off she? I don't know myself. where she is. What are you talking about? Where is she? She was controlled by the council. Brink somehow Captain Alex fell, and I have a feeling that the council through your body did it. But listen, there are two active bombs in there. We need to get out of here right now. Fine, but afterwards, if you don't get Captain Alex, I'm killing you too. I don't. Uh, where is she? I don't know where she is. Uh, I have a question. <laughs> yeah. What if? What if we were all to like curl up inside of Chad, and he were to go over the void? <laughs> What's his like falling damage? Would he, like, bounce? She, uh... Is, is Chad a rubber ball? You could go inside of Chad, but if you fell inside of Chad, you would, in theory, not take falling damage, but you would take acid damage as you fell every six seconds. Would Chad take damage? Chad would take falling damage. It would be considerably less. Also, you would have to convince Chad that he was an ooze, and you would have to be able to go inside of him. I hate that. <laughs> well, uh, uh, any ideas how we're going to get out of here? What way did the bridge fall? Like, is there any of it length of it left on our side? 
Oh, yeah, why don't you make an investigation check? <laughs> Eric, I'm a well-trained detective. <laughs> 23. Okay, that's great. And Arm, also, you make an investigation check? Tracy's detective skills are limited to things that he can see. 26. Okay. If you had rolled below 15, I would have been mean, and I would have said, you could try. There's a rope that hole that, that might get you across if you tried. But with a 23, I would say it's too dangerous to cross that way. Right now, that is not an option anymore. But Inara, with your investigation check, you remember the button that opened a compartment back where the uh, furnace warforged was. Guys, we uh, we got to go through the other way. I don't think we have any other choice. I... What what happened to Alex? How did she fall? I don't even know. She looked at the ceiling and it exploded and then we fell off the thing and then Alex, now, Alex is gone. And I don't know where she went. And I don't know if she's alive. And I'm going to take you down with me. You hear that there's like banging coming on the, the big doors leading into the furnace. And it's like the little Warforged B guys. Like, I'm going to make a strength check to see if they can open the door. All right. That's a looks like a large number. Oh no! Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> All right. So I rolled with disadvantage because they were damp. So one of them rolled a fifteen, and you can see that one of Warforge like pushes it open, and be like, "I can count down from five, five, four, three. Tracy jumps the opposite direction and puts his shield over himself, and yeah. then. The thing about the other one is I rolled a nat one. So the <laughs> other one I was also like, five, four, three. <laughs> oh, no. And they just like they explode. Both explode. They both explode in the yeah. doorway. And you're it's far away from all of you that you don't take any damage. All right. Sorry, little guys. But uh, we have to run now. Let's go. Okay. So I'm going to run forward, push the door open, run through the furnace room, and hit that button by the escape hatch. Okay. And Tracy is keeping Brink in front of him with his cannon raised on her. Hey, it's Amanda. Sometimes when you're with an old friend, there's this moment where one of you realizes that the other one is going to tell that story. You know, the one with the late night adventure and the questionable decisions that seemed really reasonable at the time. And you tell it at this point years later, like it's choreographed with the injections and the dramatic pauses and the laugh lines in all the right places. Somehow, even years later, it feels fresh every time. Welcome to the mid-roll. Your punchline still rules. Welcome to our newest patrons, Caleb, Tobias, Tammy, Corey, Amanda, Aaron, Avi, Aiden, El Patty, and Steven. There are apple cider donuts in the den just for you. One of my favorite parts of making the show is watching our patrons react to new episodes live in the spoiler section of our patron-only Discord. There's even a channel for after-party questions, which we answer right there, or save for the after-party after the end of the world, we'll be posting at the end of this campaign. You too can get access to the Discord and live blog your reactions, along with all of our other benefits like bloopers, NPC backstories, and more, by joining our Patreon family at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. We are sponsored this week by HeroForge. I have my beautiful faux hawked Inara mini right in front of me as I record this, and I'm so amazed at the level of detail on her cloak and rogue pants. Rogue pants, they're real thing. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy races and thousands of parts and clothing items to choose from. 
Their easy to use design tool lets you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, really in-depth character creator right there in your web browser. If you are the kind of person who loves obsessing over these little details and world building before you even like write a campaign, you are in luck. This is the gold standard of minis, so visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom mini today. And check back often, because new content is added every week. We're also sponsored by Dashlane, a password management app that helps you fill forms fast, remember all your passwords, and keep your data accessible and safe with their all-in-one app. Dashlane safely remembers and autofills your login info so you won't get slowed down by forgotten or misspelled passwords. It also works across devices so you can access your accounts no matter what computer or phone you're using. And you can even safely share passwords with friends and family, like I do with Eric Schneider when our YouTube TV account needs to be logged into from Ohio. But don't worry, only you know the incantation to unlock this bag of holding. You can start dashing through the internet and help support the show by visiting dashlane.com slash join the party to start your 30-day free trial of Dashlane. There's no credit card required. If you like it, you can use code join the party at checkout to save 10% on your premium subscription when you upgrade. And our thanks to 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York for supporting this episode. If you need your own bag of holding or a custom knit bag for all of your dice or a mini painting kit to paint those good, good minis, 20-Sided Store is your destination. Use the discount code JOINTHEPARTY for 20% off in-store or online at 20sidedstore.com. And now let's get back to the show. So you uh, you hit the button and you see that this uh, four foot tall door into a little like crawl space opens up. So you all need to like stoop in. Chad is gonna go Not last. Not me, man. I just have to look down. <laughs> Tracy, you're stooped and you're keeping uh, Brink in front of you. And you see that like Chad is like, I don't know. This might be too small for me. I'm gonna have to real get down. And then he just like fits his ooze into the. Into he the like him, uh, becomes oblong. Yeah. He's like, oh, this might hurt my back after this. Uh, <laughs> Throughout my human back. You know how frail they are. We are. Uh. <laughs> and you see that the, the crawl space goes for about 100 feet. And then it opens up into this low ceiling room. Now that we're briefly stopped, I'm going to pull the thinking hat out of my bag and put it on top of Brink's head. Uh, so, honey, I've been hanging on to this. I don't think it's particularly your style, but you can pull anything off. It's fine. Uh, this may help you combat the council. I'm kind of grasping at straws here. Trace, this this hat was pretty friendly, right? I have a can that will help you combat the... Okay. Mm-hmm. Should have seen that coming. Yep. So you offer the hat to her, and she says, I... Listen, I don't I don't even trust myself. I... I did... I did something bad. Like, I, you shouldn't be helping me. Why are you helping me? Because I love you and you're also a liability alone so we're gonna we're gonna stick together for this one okay all right i guess both of those things are fair thank you um i just people are really good at controlling my head so i'll yeah okay if you feel yourself slipping yell or squeeze my hand or something we can help you we know the council and we're trying to defeat him here you're not alone okay You know, the the times that I feel the most alone are funny when there's more than one person in my head. So I'll try. Okay. Okay. I feel kind of silly putting a wizard hat on my head during a a dangerous time. Where did you get this? It's a long story. I'll tell you about it later. Sure. Okay. 
Are you still going to point your cannon at me? We are going to postpone all stories and also all adjudications until after we kill the council. Tracy trusts me. Frank, you trust me. Let that be enough. Alex trusted us too. Yeah, she did. Let's focus on the mission, okay? Okay, sure, yeah. I'm gonna kill that son of a bitch. Can we both do that? Was that like a one a one thing? Like only one person's allowed to do that. I probably have an extra axe I could give you. Okay, okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Can I look around the room and see where we are? Sure. Always smart. Yeah, the answer the answer is no. I got a five. <laughs> okay. I would love to do that too. That's like a 27 investigation. You're just showing off. All right. So with the 27 investigation, Anara, you look around the room and you see- I see the blueprints in my head. <laughs> uh, you're looking around the room and you realize you've seen something really close to this room before. Um, you recognize the color of the walls. You recognize the scratches that are in the walls. And you realize you saw it one floor up. Because this is the same room that you were almost pushed into from the chef only a little while ago. So how did the Warforged get out? The other thing you see is that uh, there is a panel to your right, just with a big up button and a big down button. I brace myself, take out one dagger, and press the button. (laughs) Nice. Uh, The floor below you rumbles, uh, and the floor starts to rise. Uh, It's not really an elevator, per se. It's more like a lift. So the way that it works with your 27 is that, like, they would push people in there, they would fall down in the furnace room, the bombs would explode, bad things would happen to them, and... Delightful. That's what happens when you would be taken in there, but you could also go back up if you needed to, back to the first floor. Does it stop at the first floor, or can it go up one more? Great question. So, the floor continues to rise, and you're getting closer to back to where you came from. You know, I think it's a good omen. An elevator that responds to you pushing the closed door button is just a wonderful invention. Tracy falls flat to the floor and tries to... No. He's scared. <laughs> That's Aww. fair. Because, well, as you get farther up, you start to hear a different alarm. This one, instead of just the clamoring and just chaos that happened in the kitchen before, you were hearing an actual literal siren. Uh, because everyone in the mansion is on high alert. A warforge is escaping us, hit the alarm button, and everyone is freaking out. And now you are first, you're just back on the first floor, and the door that leads to this room is still closed. But you hear like, Hey, if you ever find those people, why are the people running around the house? I don't know. One of those really people up. And then the, the dragonborn chef's like, he got French all of a sudden. Wow. <laughs> it's uh, called character development. I'm going to just put one finger to my lips to keep everybody quiet and continue to press the up button. All right. As you push. I have proficiency with buttons, Eric. Push the button. And just holding a dagger. Don't forget. <laughs> um, the floor sees the rise. And then you see the door opens and it's Holmes. And Holmes is like. Well, call me. I stick a dagger into his eye. I shoot my cannon. <laughs> So uh, we're going to do a quick draw. So make a dexterity. <laughs> everyone make dexterity checks. Not a saving through, just a check. 14. All right. Well, Holmes, for his quick draw, got a 10. So with a 14, Anar, you have the you have the first move. What do you do? 
so I you're like push five... my dagger into his eye and leave it. <laughs> so you, you like get down on the ground and like, got it. Yeah. I love that. I just face plant. I just belly, like belly flop onto the floor. <laughs> it is not graceful. Stab him in the eye. Good. Not at all. This is right in his eye. Like, oh, oh, what, what is happening? I hate it. And I try to push him backwards as I let the dagger go. Yeah, you definitely, you, you got the jump on him. He's stumbling back as the floor continues to rise and you are now out. Would you call this man surprised? He's confused and surprised, yes, especially because you went first, yeah. Because that means that as an assassin, I assassinate him and I auto-crit. All right. Well, yeah, let's roll some damage. So why don't you roll... Sneak attack? Yeah, you roll sneak attack too. 20 plus 12 for the dagger, so 32. (laughs) Oh my God. Just try me. All right, so you get down and you just jam this dagger right into his eye. You see that the chest and twist, and sir. twist. His chest cannon is fully charged, and he's trying to shoot it at you, but he shoots it right into the ceiling, and like some rubble hits him in the head. He's like, "Well, I say, oh, I say, oh, I say, oh, God, oh, it hurts so much." Tell the council there's plenty more where that came from. Just try me. I will. <laughs> you didn't fuck up all my shit. Oh no, the column's gone. And sorry, and, sorry. And the, the Can't floor hear him. rises. All right, the lift continues to go up, just like slow, slowly while you all reckon with what Anara just did to an uh, unsuspecting robot. By reckoning, you mean admire, right? Yes. For a lift that was designed for death, it's weird that there is bossa nova music playing in the background. Like, well, on the way up, it's actually very charming. On the way down is the dangerous stuff. So the lift continues up, and you can see you're slowly going into a like a fluorescent lit room. Oh, truly evil. And you see that there is a young man who is kneeling and uh, his uh, legs are held down by kind of just like classic wrought iron chains. He's kneeling and he's looking at something. You see that there there are these three statues that are in front of him. And uh, you can see as he slowly goes up and up and up, you get more details. The room is all white except for one window that looks out and kind of the rubble of Concentra. You see that the the statues actually are look very recognizable to you. Uh, you see one of them is a uh, old grandfather with malevolent eyes, just googly eyes that are poking out and looking in two different directions. How's his neck look? Vulnerable? Well, it's a statue, so yes. I throw a dagger at the statue. You you got it because okay. it's a statue has no AC. Great. Uh, but as you do that, the young man who's kneeling looks back, and you recognize that face. It's Alonzo. This is honestly the strangest way I thought I would see you all again. I run forward and hug Alonzo and then just like grab my dagger secretly and put it back in my hip holster. It's like the floor isn't even fully like put up yet. Oh, no, you're like jump jumping up, up to hug yeah, him. Yeah, he's really chained to the floor and he's like trying his best to turn back around and hug you. So are you okay? What, do, do, can we help? Like what's going on? I mean, as, as much as possible. I mean, they kind of have me locked in here. I start, I start picking the locks. And I start chopping away at the locks. Yep, nice. I'll take <laughs> the hands, you take the feet, buddy. <laughs> um, okay, why don't you make a an attack roll against the chains and Anara make your Dex. lock picking check. Yeah. Yeah. So you have proficiency. That's a ten. Okay. I got seventeen. Alright. Uh, so with a ten, Anara, you take out your lock pick <laughs> You're just like, I don't want to look at the rest of the room. <laughs> you're just immediately- I don't want to wait. For Alonzo to get free. Uh, so you're just picking at it, and just like every single one of your picks that you have just snap immediately. Like you put it in there, you don't even twist it, it's just like, 
And then Tracy, you try to level the the sawbone at the wrought iron chains, and it just clangs off. Really, the seventeen? Dang. Okay. These these locks are the strongest in all men of of person kind. And you hear, well, uh, I did spend a long time making them for you, as you can see. And you look up, and there is a statue of just a big chinned man. Like, the most important object is the chin. And the pompadoured hair. Even You can see it even in the in the stonework. He's wearing a polo shirt with a cardigan over it and, like, distinctly khakis and boat shoes. Oh, yeah. And um, the statue looks very proud of himself. And in the middle, you see uh, there is a woman with bobbed hair and just a sharp power suit and with shoulder pads. And she's just with a sneer on her face. Uh, I spent a long time on those chains. Obviously, we can't change something like that now. Devar, can you let our friend go, please? Wait. Oh, you're going to talk to great Devar, the creator, like that. I said please. I know. I didn't know you knew my name. Are you pissed that the Council of Bright is about to destroy your entire world? Because I am, and I'm trying to prevent that. No one else seems to be. Now you hear um, just a sharp voice of someone starting a meeting. They're like, hey. Hey, time is money. Money is time. Power everywhere. Let's if we, listen. If we're gonna have a problem. We're gonna do it properly through arbitration. Okay. We're gonna work this out. We're gonna communicate. I'm gonna throw some deals here. We're gonna throw some deals here. We're all gonna work it out. Mm, that doesn't work for me. Let him go immediately. Devar, we're friends. We we did the whole like boss thing. Ah, uh, listen. That was only a part of me. All of me. You still gotta talk. Ooh, you a Tracem? I gotta call you Stevie. That's gonna be easier for me to remember. Stevie, I don't remember you. Who are you? I don't know what's happening. And you hear another voice. One that Tracy chills you directly to your core. What? You don't call first? You just come over? I could have prepped. Lizzie, I have friends over. I can't believe this is what's happening. I run directly at the statue with my axe and level it into <laughs> its neck. Listen, roll for it. Roll to attack the Zayol statue. Surely destroying an icon destroys the god, right? I also flip on my raid switch. Sure. So that is a non-natural 20. All right. Even with a 20, you slice into the statue and it definitely cracks a little bit. Who would have thought the neck isn't the most uh, well put together part of the statue? I'm going to use my second attack. <laughs> Do it. 25 this time. Yeah, with a 25, you make another <laughs> you make another crack in the Zayol neck. A stone, by the way. AC 17, so congratulations. And between swings, I say, Zayol? Swing. I'm going to take swing your head. Hey, you've made it very clear to me before. I can't believe it. It's going to be a trophy around my neck. Excuse me. I don't run meetings like this. People, you need to make an appointment with my assistant. Listen, time is something that we can all agree with. And time is the way that we keep the entire life going forward. If you would like to negotiate, we can negotiate. And Alonzo's looking around me like, man, this is the weirdest chapel I've ever been in. <laughs> a lot of things are weird. I mean, my life in general has been pretty weird lately, but this is pretty, this is pretty wild. Anara Zayul is, is this one's assistant. First of all, Zayul, terrible. Terrible assistant. Wouldn't be good at it, but I have my own assistant. It's more like we're all in, when you think about it, you're all interns for me. 
Yeah, and you know that thing where like the people who are on the ground can tell when a business is about to fail way before the bosses can because we're, I don't know, actually working and producing something with our labor and we can tell you what's going on down here? That's what's happening right now. We are at war. The world's about to fall apart. We do not have time for fucking agendas. My agenda is saving the world, defeating the council, and then Zayol. That's fine. We ha- and we have it on our agenda. We're going to get to that. But first... Well, bump it up, lady. <laughs> make, a, make an intimidation roll against the god of living. Uh, that's a non-natural 20. Okay. she. I would say she has high persuasion. She's a god. All right. She also rolled a 20. Well, tie goes to the intimidator. That's what I hear in capitalism. <laughs> you can see, like, the statue is, like, furrowing its brow at you. Like, hey, security? Security, can we get these people out of here? Excuse me, can we just get them? Is no one? No I, one is coming? I pull the pin of the realm off my cloak and say, I am your security, ma'am. We could all resolve this. Even when something's created, we need to acknowledge its existence. You can't, you, I can't just destroy. I can't just destroy something with saying the way that the world is working. What do you need? A sacrifice? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I would like that. No. No. The way that we're doing this. Listen. How about your head, Zayul? Listen. You want my head? I can give you. Well, I can send, I'll tussle right now. We'll do it. Let's, let's take it up. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> lots of lots of like. I hate this. I hate all of this so much. Listen, I had some time to read in here. I understand that everything's going terrible. When the world is ending, sometimes the only thing you can do is read the same, you know, holy text that they have in the chapel that's only close enough for you to reach to. I understand that it's your three responsibilities to run the world, the creation, the living, and the death. And obviously, if something wanted to change, that would be hard for you to deal with, right? And all three of the gods just kind of like go, mm, yeah, that's right. Tracy and I exchange a loaded look like Alonzo has never been this emotionally intelligent in his life. Guy must have made some real progress. Listen, a lot, hey, a lot of things have been happening to me lately, guys. <laughs> a lot of things happen when you're chained to the ground for many years. I check on Brink and Chad. What are they doing? Chad is confused. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And Brink just feels like when there's ethereal voices coming out of things, she just needs to be quiet. Smart. Uh, Good girl. speaks up. I'm like, that's right. We have a. We gotta stay on track. There's a schedule. It's not. Uh, it's not up to us if you all want to mess around and muck up reality as it is. We're just here to maintain the things that's happening. And doesn't that include eliminating a threat to the balance? He's who says that he's threatening the balance? He is oh, the balance. The window out here. And gesture out over the rubble of the capital. Ah, reality isn't coming apart. Time is fine. It's fine. To us, it's fine. But, Alonzo says, if you could do something for us, maybe to push something a little bit in one favor, I know there's a way to do it. I know there is. There's always a wager. If we wager something, will you let me out? Will you let us out and go go deal with the guy? We'll deal with what's ever happening here. Is that okay? Adama, what was it We need to have a conference. And you hear all three of the gods are to like cuddle up in, in the ethereal plane and all just like mumble, grumbling, mumbling. Again, are the statues moving? Or no, we the just statues are not this? moving. You just okay. hear, hear the voices. Good. That would be creepy. No, it would be very creepy, creepy. And then uh, eventually she goes, fine. If you three pass our three challenges, we'll let the champion go and you can continue. 
What, do, what if we don't want to play your game? Yeah, so y'all, why don't you come and join us in this compass right here? And I pull one out of my pocket. Come, come, battle, come battle us down on the mortal plane. See how you like it. There's some rocks down there for you, Devar. You love rocks. I do love rocks. Adama, I'm sure there's like a really boring manual somewhere in this castle that you can really enjoy. Maybe a power suit in a different color that you might want to inhabit? All right. Oh, okay. What? A, well. Got this cool hat. Really regal. Makes you look in charge. Nice Got this cool axe. I can go back to your deck there. Okay, hold on. All right. If we're going to negotiate, let's negotiate. All right, Devar, make it for me. And then all of a sudden, a conference table just poofs in the middle of the room. Oh, uh, good. Now we snacks? can have a meeting. Any snacks? Or? Oh, any snacks? Oh, Tracy, thank you. almost forgot. Oh, yeah, a torn apart. snacks. And then there, a, a, <laughs> a basket of bagels that pops on top of the... I grab Tracy's arm. We can't eat it, unfortunately. Now is not the time for bagels! <laughs> How about I sacrifice my favorite thing in the world? Bagels. <laughs> Meat bagels! I've been watching you for a while now. <laughs> watching you muck up around reality. That's creepy. You show. two are a lot. There's a lot happening here. You know what we're capable of then. So make me an offer that's not insulting. Okay. Uh, the statue of Adama has like a very sleek handbag that she's holding and you see like it's like edging it's out moving. of the stonework. No! Yeah, and you see that there is the medallion. It's no longer around Alonzo's neck. You can see it, it's like on this really sturdy chain and you're seeing it spin just kind of lazily. Like not with any glowing or anything, but you can finally see it inert for the first time. I understand you need this. You can have this. You can have the champion. Like a great name. A branding. You, you always need branding. Have that. And we'll let you go. Deal with, deal with the things that humans do. If you win. And if you don't, well, we'll keep it the way it is. How's that? And Alon's like, mm, I hate that. Can I not? Do I do I have to look at it? I, I'd rather not. No, just cl- close your eyes, Alon. That's fine. You're stronger than it. You prove that. True. All right, we accept your challenge. Uh, I'm not quite sure we would accept I, it. I take your demands. Me and my friends beside me will take it. Sorry, was that not what I was supposed to Was that not what I was supposed to No, no, it's It's offer. a verbal agreement. You all heard it. I have two witnesses here on my side. Verbal agreement. And you see that the floor that you're standing on is starting to like smooth out. The edges of the lift that's come in is now like smoothing out just into white to a white floor and if you look out the window it's like the there's like a fog rolling in you're just going somewhere else someone is like pulling a curtain over reality for the moment and everything ever all of the white all over this chapel is just getting like a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter and you look back and you see that chad and brink are also like fading away slowly slowly into this fog and anama says all right, the regular rules. It's our challenge. Handshake, and you see that the, the statue raises its hand and uh, holds it out for someone to shake. Can I? Can I shake? Can I shake? You're you're strapped to the crown, and Tracy goes over and shakes the statue's hand. It's a firm handshake. I like, and a little a little too it's long. Stone. <laughs> a Tracy, little too can long. Your, too. Can your hand just be limp? <laughs> so like I a actually, dead fish, a dead fish. And put it out like a princess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alshante. Great, great. Uh, and he, you see that his chains also fade away into that fog as well. And the gods of birth, living, and death step forth 
from their statues. Thank <laughs> you.